You're listening to Wharfside, stories from Portland Harbor's working waterfront. Today, I'm on Merrill's Wharf with Jim Buxton on the lobster boat Nomad. Jim has been tying up on Merrill's Wharf for almost 20 years. The wharf is pristine with a newly paved parking lot and cement sidewalk. But on its eastern side, this pier looks like many of the other working wharves in Portland. Buoys, lobster traps, fish totes, and discarded rope lay scattered on a narrow float. When I meet Jim, it's 5.30 in the morning, and he's ready to head out into Casco Bay to haul traps with his sternman, James. Going in to get bait right now at Custom uh, Coastal Bait. Jim pays $500 a month for 40 feet of berthing and a parking space on Merrill's Wharf. The location is good for him. I have a four or five story brick building acting as a lee from the west, the hill of Portland acting as a lee from the north. So literally in gale force, storm force winds, the place is virtually no waves at all. That's what I'm paying for, okay? And that's what all the guys that tie up in Portland are paying for. I keep that berth year round uninterrupted since 97 or 8 for that purpose. Merrill's Wharf has changed a lot in those 20-some years that Jim has been here. The brick warehouse, formerly the Cumberland Cold Storage Building, has been extensively renovated to accommodate the law firm Pierce Atwood. The sidewalks are clean and inviting for pedestrians. This is a mixed-use pier, a trend that's becoming more and more common on the working waterfront. If you think of it in terms of the highest and best use, maybe I'm not the best use for that spot as far as rate of return for the asset. But if you put things into those terms, then you essentially destroy the Portland Harbor community. If you think of it in terms of an interwoven community where We have people that are supplying the boats, people that are supplying the bait, people that are catching the lobsters, people that are buying the wholesale, buying the lobsters and shipping it. And then the people who do the repair work on the boats, build the traps. We're a pretty sizable business venture on the waterfront. For some lobstermen like Jim, the threat of being displaced is real. But on Merrill's Wharf, an effort has been made to work with the fishermen to give them berthing and parking amidst the new non-marine businesses housed here. The maintenance and upkeep of these piers poses a significant burden to private owners. The realities of fading industries, specifically ground fishing, means that more space is devoted to non-marine businesses. Restaurants and offices now sit adjacent to bait businesses and seafood processors. Now, the appeal of the water to tourists and to regular people I can understand because that's what draws me to the water. But that should not smother the use of the harbor in a way because it cannot be replicated anywhere else. You can put a restaurant anywhere. You can put a law office anywhere. You can put a bike path anywhere. But you, there is only a handful of true harbors in May. While the lobster industry is thriving, it's understandable why some pier owners might desire other tenants. Lobster boats head out at three or four or five in the morning. The bait smells, the gear isn't conventionally attractive. But Jim sees himself and other fishermen as an integral part of what makes Portland and its waterfront a summer destination. When I'm on my boat loading traps, unloading traps, doing maintenance, I regularly have tourists and 
people coming up and asking me questions and talking. And, you know, as a representative of the city, I guess, it's, I'm obligated to give them the best reasonable answers I can, even if it's the same question that a hundred other tourists have asked, right? How long do we put the traps out for? How often do we go out and haul them? All those questions. The basic curiosity that everybody has about something that they may have seen but they really don't understand. This is sort of our reality. They might come for a nice meal or to have a drink or whatever, but they also come down to check out the fallen down wharfs and the, you know, not so tidy boats and things like that. Do we really want a waterfront that looks the same as every other waterfront? Sort of like the business districts of every alternate Route 1 in America looks the same. These are the questions that Portland really needs to ask. At what point does too many incompatible uses come into conflict to the point where something loses? For now, the uses on Merrill's Wharf are not incompatible. But buildings and non-marine businesses are popping up all along the waterfront, and it's important to Jim that the city doesn't forget him. And for many visitors who come to Portland, the grit and the grime are just as important as a lobster dinner with a good view. Wharfside Stories from Portland Harbor's Working Waterfront is funded by Waterfront Alliance and Casca Bay Estuary Partnership. Thanks for listening.